Blog Talk Radio. It cannot be emphasized strongly enough the beauty, purity, and perfection of who you really are. You are not your illness, your finances, or your loneliness. There's nothing wrong in your life that you don't have the power to correct, and you are unlimited in your ability to tap into that power. Welcome. I'm Janet Richmond, and this is the Higher Self Voice. Good morning, everyone. If you're in the part of the world that it is morning, and good afternoon or evening or middle of the night for any of you around the world, it may be in a different time zone. Anyway, it's Wednesday, and I'm very excited about this show. I have two very important requests for healing, two, two requests of, for issues and patterns that I think everyone will be able to relate to on some, in some way. And so even though I normally encourage people to call in, please do to listen to the show, um, 646-668. 8565. Again, that's 646-668-8565. However, I'm not sure that I could take an online, a live request, only because I kind of promised these two people that I would work on them, and I just feel like I need to keep my commitment. If I do see that the healing is going faster and we have still have time at the end and somebody wants to wait around to see if I can do an online uh, live healing, that would be perfect, too. Um, I don't mean to discourage anyone. It just is it's, – it's a funny position to be in that I actually might be discouraging somebody who wants to call in live, and I'm so sorry. But please, either if you can, call in next week or – if you cannot, then maybe we can. Uh, you can send me an email, and I can do yours, your online, uh, an emailed request, and do that on the show. Again, I will give you the number because calling in is an easy way to listen to the show: six four six 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 eight eighty five sixty five, or to just jot it down and have it handy for sometime on a future Wednesday. You were able to actually call in live. Okay. Now, first I want to just follow up a little bit on a healing I did last week for Alexandra. She had written in and she said that she'd had her house broken into, for those of you who didn't hear last week's show or don't remember it. And so when she came home, the door was damaged and and open, but nothing had been taken. And she said that her neighbors had seen a man in a truck in a car, and, in a, uh, with a truck parked in her driveway but when they came out to see what was happening, the truck was gone. Now, she said it never happened to her before, and she found herself thinking about it every day, and she felt so violated and vulnerable and unprotected and helpless. And she said she had this heavy pressure in her solar plexus, and she found herself that she just literally would stop breathing, especially when she would think, is he coming back? So she was she felt very strongly that she had this PTSD and it was kind of haunting her much of her days. And so I did the work on it. I, I'm so sorry. Don't really remember what it was that I got on her. If you don't know this about this work or about me by now, I'm going to just remind you, those of you who do know and inform those who don't, it, when you do this work, 
not only do I do a lot of healings, and it's just really hard for me to remember whose is whose and what is what all the time, but also this, when you go into this kind of energy, it's, you come out of it, and it's so fresh, so clear, so intense, just like a powerful dream when you wake up. And then a half an hour later or a half a day later or three days later, you're like, what was that dream again? And you only remember the gist maybe, or maybe you just don't remember it at all and you wish you'd written it down. It's the same thing for this work. So I don't remember exactly what came up for her in that healing. But she said, she told me, she sent me an email. She said, I could share it with you all, all the listeners, that she was able to listen to it on her lunch for the first 25 minutes. So she was able to listen live for part of it. And she said, right from the start, she began releasing and she felt physically like a big balloon in her stomach area area had started to deflate and then it completely left her body. And then there's a few exclamation points because it, you know, it was so, uh, such a, an intense experience and she said since that moment I started to have even and peaceful breathing patterns more exclamation points already a week passed by and I'm still enjoying peaceful breathing and peace of mind that is priceless thank you so even though we only did one healing she got a really positive result now sometimes the healing doesn't give such a huge result as that such a big fix sometimes the patterns are deeper or more complex or whatever and so there's more healings that are needed and necessary but here's an example of one where just one healing just completely shifted her out of that PTSD pattern now and she'd only had it once so this may not compare to PTSD of men or women who are in the armed forces and they are experiencing these traumatic events day in and day out. So honestly, I don't mean to say that PTSD for everyone is so easily fixable. She said that it never, this kind of break and it never happened to her before. So her PTSD was not as intense, not as complex and not as, and, and powered over and over again. It was one incident. So in any case, um, it still is a good, good example. It still is, shows very clearly how powerful this work can be. She also said that, she, that she, in the healing, and I guess I talked about being a victim and being a victimizer. She reminded me of that. And she said it clarified for her a longstanding puzzle in her life because she, in her life, had witnessed some people, some insane, unexplainable rage and madness toward her, full of false accusations, out of the blue, without any cause. And she, earlier in her life, had thought, well, these people must be schizophrenic because it just, there was no reason for it. It was just illogical. And then she said, then at some point she learned that maybe she reminded the ta- she it could be that she reminded the attacker of somebody else that it hurt them maybe during their childhood she hadn't realized the past life connections which is what i'm assuming i brought out um which is what i normally do in the healing so i would have brought those out uh explaining to her where this victim victimizer pattern came from and we worked hard on releasing it so she wanted um wanted me to share also that that really answered some questions that she had 
earlier in her life. So I am actually going to be working on Alexandra again. She wrote me with another pattern that is really uh, difficult for her currently. She's been missing work because of it. It's uh, an illness issue. And so I told her I would do it, but I'm going to do it in the second hour after I do the healing today on Suzanne, who also wrote in and made the request before Alexandra, so I'm going to do her first. Anyway, I'm sort of blabbering on like a bat out of hell, and I hope all of you are having good weeks. And Today is hump day, I guess they call it in the working world. I used to work this kind of, I had my own accounting business, so I know very well about hump day. And so I do wish that all of you have a very good remaining part of the week. Um, and meanwhile, I'll let myself take a deep breath, and I will talk about Suzanne. Now, Suzanne, she found my website, and in some, I think she put in a request for something about the higher self, um, something, some information from her higher self, and my website came up. I'm so happy, and she reached out, and She, by the way, my website is The Higher Self Voice as well as Janet Richmond. So it's thehiresoftvoice.com or hiresoftvoice.com or janetrichmond.com. I don't really advertise it, but I do have both domains and you get to the same website either way. Oh, actually, I'm not sure anymore that I have both domains. I'm not positive. But in any case... I'll ask my assistant, Kathy, she'll tell me. But, but it would come up because I guess they use those, those key words and higher self is all over my website. So it did come up and she reached out and I'm really glad she did because like all of us, she has many patterns, many issues that she wants to address. And as a matter of fact, I got three fairly lengthy emails from her, which I was thrilled about. She's very insightful. She is working very hard to be as self-aware as possible, and that really helps someone like me who's trying to help her. Um, But what happened after three emails was, in fact, so many issues came up that I really wasn't sure where to start. So let me just mention a few, and then I got some information from the higher self that gave me a starting place. Anyway... She has overeating issues. Uh, she's carrying uh, much, much too much weight. She's dealing with emotions and stress, and she thought that there could be a fear of lack and a belief in scarcity, so that she was, if it was, if the food was available, she'd better eat it now because maybe later it would be scarce, and that's. A very possible insight. I, until I get in, I don't know if that'll be the, one of the issues that comes up, but we've all been part and parcel um, in, in lifetimes where food was scarce. That's been a very big part of life on this planet. So that is certainly a possibility or, or one piece of the overeating pattern. She also has a big fear of chaos. And she's afraid of change and she's afraid of the chaos it brings. And that, again, is a very common pattern for all of us. She's very artistic. She likes to write, and she, she likes things in order. And 
her, but she finds that she, she finds herself, um, okay, wait a minute. She says, she resists the chaos. Okay, I'm, I'm sort of going, going out of order. She resists the, the chaos, but it continues to persist and grow. And she wants to neutralize the fears underneath there so that she can trust that her life will guide her where she needs to go. And that is what we all want to do, guys. Now, she also had some substantial financial and career issues. She's working in, in a manual labor job, and if she's not making enough, they've recently cut back her hours, and she's just not making enough money, and she just worries how she's going to make ends meet. And if we aren't there now, guys, we've all been there. So, of course, we all empathize tremendously uh, with that. She also is in this manual job in an arena that is around people who are doing a lot of artistic work. And so she wants to be more artistic. She wants to be the writer. She wants to write that novel. And she's around this creative in, within this creative place that she's doing her manual labor. And so she's surrounded all day long with people doing that, and she's not. So she's upset about that, too. Now, of course, we can all relate to that, can't we? So she feels left out, and she connects that with feeling left out in her family. And many of us have had that feeling. I don't know that everyone has. But if we haven't got it in this life, we've probably had it in some life, some situation, some condition. So I am going to begin with Suzanne. And I talk to the higher self because all of these patterns are important. All of them are relevant to her life. All of them are issues for her, and we can relate to all these issues. And so I wasn't totally sure. She had requested the financial area. But I went in and I asked the higher self, and they felt that the the over the physical weight, the obesity pattern was important because she it is a manifestation of many of the fears, many of the 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 feelings of being left out. It, it's just a manifestation on the outer reality in the everyday life that is showing that there's something not balanced, not that needs healing. It brings an awareness that there's something going on underneath. And don't we all, haven't we all had weight issues from time to time, whether it's been extreme or not, working on a weight pattern again is tremendously helpful for all of us. So I'm going to do that for Suzanne. So Suzanne, when you get a chance to listen, she won't be able to listen until the weekend, she told me. But when you do listen to this, I have decided to, ch- ch- to choose that because that's what the higher self had told me. Now, I wanted to just mention something about an overeating pattern. Overeating is very much like any coping method that gets us to avoid the feelings, whether it's a drug addiction or an alcohol addiction or overwork addiction or a sexual addiction of some sort. The, these patterns that are extreme are 
coping mechanisms. They're ways to handle the pain, the suffering, the sorrow, the grief, the shame, the hurt, the wounds, the misunderstandings, anything and everything that is under there that we just can't handle. It's too difficult for us to face. So we do these patterns that kind of put us to sleep in quotes or get us to not think about it or make us uh, move into an, an altered mental state perhaps if it's a drug or a alcohol. These, these are patterns that help us cope with these deep, deep emotional issues. But what I want to say about the overweight pattern is that this pattern can't be hidden. If you're a drug addict or a gambler or even an alcoholic or whatever, any other kind of addiction pattern for the most part can be hidden can be in the closet, so to speak. But being eating as a coping style, the minute anybody sees you, they immediately see this issue for you. It is a very, very difficult and painful way. You can never hide. You can't pretend. You can't avoid people from seeing you with their eyes unless you live maybe with you know in in some sort of institute for the blind you really are out there and that is a huge amount of courage that soul level has to have a lot of courage to be handling that problem with something that is so immediately obvious you can be a drug addict and go to the grocery store and nobody knows you're a drug addict you can be a gambler and nobody knows when you're in the grocery store that you're a gambler. You can hide it from the world. Not completely. Obviously, those close to you will know. But this is a pattern that is really out there for everyone to see. And I want all of us to have some empathy, some tremendous empathy for those souls that have taken on the decision to, to play out their patterns to manifest their hurts and wounds and cope with them in this way. The second aspect of it that, that is also makes it in some ways so difficult is that if you're a gambler, if you're an alcoholic, if you're a drug addict, you have the option of cutting it off completely. You can stop gambling. You can stop drinking. You can stop doing drugs but when you overeat you can't stop eating so you have to find the balance you have to learn a completely new behavior without having that that cutting it all off option so you are always going to be confronted all day long every day you're always going to be confronted with your, that thing that you're addicted to. If you're a gambler, you just don't drive to a gambling house or get online and do online gambling, or you don't have alcohol in your house, or you, you stop calling your drug dealer, or whatever it is. And I, I'm, I'm being very general here. But when you're a overeater, you are constantly and chronically tempted. 
it again is so difficult. You can't walk away from the temptations. You can't keep them out of your sight. They are always there. There's food in the in the kitchen. You have to eat. So I have to tell you that I am tremendously empathetic, and I am encouraging everybody to to really think about this the next time you you might want to, you might be tempted to either be disparaging about someone who's overweight or um, make fun in some way at their expense. If you're going to have fun and the person and you're with the person, I mean, we can all make fun of ourselves or we can all um, tease and things like that. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the making fun that's really at the expense of the other person. And in some ways, people who are overweight, it's the last arena, it seems to me, where political correctness has not really hit as big as it has in some of the other areas. So there's more freedom out there to make fun of people who are overweight. And I'm, I just want to encourage everyone to, to think about what I'm saying and maybe, you know, just see how it resonates with you. See if you can bring some divine understanding into it. And most likely most of you on the show aren't thinking those things, those negative ways. I mean, most likely those listeners that, that are here are not going there. But but we've all seen other people that do and maybe you have something now you can actually say to them other than don't do that. <laughs> okay. So the higher self even gave me the symbol to use for uh Suzanne's reading and so I'm going to just get started. Um now you all know pretty much if you've been listening to the show how it goes, but because we have new listeners all the time, and I never know when one or ten or hopefully a hundred come in, <laughs> I just will do the whole thing. A reminder does not ever hurt. So basically what I want you all to do is find your a space where you're comfortable and sit down or lie down, and we're just going to begin the healing by focusing on the physical body. And this is a simple technique to bring us into the now moment. And this is what we do is we bring that mind's eye in that could be wandering all around, thinking about other things, listening to the traffic, trying to figure out if we hear our dog lapping the water, eating its food, whatever. I want everyone to just pull the mind in and focus on the body. Notice how you're sitting the position of your arms and legs and hands and feet, the contact points between your body and the chair, the floor. Listen to my voice. Allow all other distractions just to be around you. It's part of your life, but it's not. you're not bringing the mind out there right now. We're keeping it right-centered. We brought ourselves into this now moment, knowing that the now moment is simply an energetic field, it is an energetic field that we can manipulate. It is not fleeting. It is not instantaneous and in and out. It is absolutely there, and it will be there for the duration of, this, of the session of the healing because we're going to manipulate this now moment. We're going to push the sides. We're going to expand the symbolic. If you think of the now moment as an energetic orb around you, especially you, Suzanne, but all the listeners, push that energy field out, push it out, 
continue to push it out until this now moment expands to what I call the forever now moment or the eternal now moment. This moment is is expanding to encompass the totality of the past nows, the present now, and the future now. Future nows. That means that the healing is going to be absolutely dealing with the totality of the beingness of Suzanne's soul at every level, the past, present, and the future now. It allows us to really move and gather and heal and balance issues that have developed over time. And so this way we are expanding this forever this now moment to the forever now, and I am seeing it really big. Suzanne and I are within it, and so are all the listeners, whether you are current live listeners or you are future listeners, because, of course, this moment includes the future nows. So we're all within this moment, this forever now moment. And in this space, this space in time, I ask that we all focus on that pure soul essence energy that we all carry, that symbolic DNA from the originating source that carries everything that the originating source was, is, and is becoming. Just as our DNA in every cell carries the totality of that double helix energy, even though it's only a skin cell, it carries the totality of the DNA. There's only one aspect of it, the skin, that is active for that cell, but it carries the totality, and it is the same for us. We carry the totality at that pure soul essence level of the originating source of all there is, even though we're only manifesting the human expression of that pure soul essence. We have manifested the mineral expression. We have manifested the plant expression, the animal expression, and now we're manifesting the human expression. And it will continue to evolve. Once we are born, so to speak, once we've been created or manifest, manifested, we and all souls carry that pure soul essence forever to the ever power. It is an ongoing process of evolution, and no matter how high, how far you evolve, you continue to carry that pure soul essence, the totality of all the originating source, and the process is never done. It's hard to imagine, but it's infinite, and it never, there's no end goal. Okay, so we now focused on this pure soul essence. I liken it to the sun because the sun is so powerful. It is a wonderful symbol to utilize the sun, a symbolic sun to represent our pure soul essence. And I'm seeing Suzanne's and my son and many other sons around me symbolically all beginning to intensify, beginning to expand, moving that divine powerful light, the light that gives birth, the light that creates, the light that heals, the light that brings understanding and knowledge and balance and harmony. It is our purest and most perfect and most potent 
point of power. And we have to evolve to a certain place before we become aware of this divine light and before we become conscious that we can utilize it to heal ourselves. And that's what Suzanne and I and all the other listeners, live or archive listeners, will be doing. So I'm asking that we continue to expand the sunlight and it is filling this eternal now moment. It is as big as this eternal now moment, moving into our past, present, and future nows, in the physical body, in the etheric bodies, in the totality, moving into the totality of our beingness at the soul level. And there is much more to our beingness than I have shared in any show or as yet in any book. Just expand it, thinking to yourself, if you don't feel it, if you can't imagine it, just say, I am the amalgamated with the pure soul essence, with the totality of my beingness. I ask, too, that we now call in the conglomerate higher self energy. This is the higher self energy, mine, Suzanne's, and all the listeners, present and future. And I'm asking that all of the higher selves come in to facilitate the healing on Suzanne and on all the listeners. And we are joining in one accord. We are all pure and perfect instruments to receive, understand, communicate, utilize, and manifest the energies, the information. And we are amalgamating with the originating source of all there is, which brings us into the very highest frequency level that we can reach in this healing. It's a guarantee that we won't be working at any lesser level. And the higher self, the originating source, is an infinite resource So not only do we carry this pure soul essence within, but should we need any other additional energy, we are amalgamated with the originating source. We have opened and invited in the infinite resource of energy to further expand, intensify, and utilize the divine energies. So Suzanne... And I, I'm going to focus on Suzanne, but please, all listeners, follow along. If you're new, as I call out patterns, as I call out issues, as I discover more of what Suzanne's or what Suzanne is carrying underneath that created this manifestation of being overweight, um, I want each listener to please release it yourself. And all you have to do is either see it, imagine it, or say it. I am releasing this pattern or whatever it is I call out or whatever you might think in your own mind. I release it into the light and the light neutralizes it. I want you to understand that this divine light is much more powerful than the energetics that we carry from thinking and emotionalizing. It is able to neutralize and to render harmless what we're carrying. And it is in this way that we are clearing the energy identities that we are carrying at that etheric level. I've explained this in past shows, so if you're unclear what I'm talking about, 
please, I invite you to download the archive shows from my radio show. In any case, I want you, Suzanne, to do the same. I think you know how to do it. I've explained it to you before. Uh, No, I didn't explain. Suzanne had discovered my website, as I said, and she has educated herself about neutralizing and has listened to some of the prior shows that I've put out on this on Wednesdays this year in 2014. So she is aware, and so for all those listeners who might not be aware, I just invite you and encourage you to to find out. There's so many ways, and they're all free. I give this information away for the most part because it is not only our privilege to have this information, it's our right. It's our right and privilege to have this information to learn how to neutralize, to learn how we can shift and change our lives because we are the directing identities. So Suzanne, I'm sorry to take a little bit of time to go off on that, but in any, uh, uh, to explain that, but I want you to, to what the, the symbol that the higher self, your higher self gave me. I want to be clear that the healings I do are always, even though we're amalgamated with the totality of the conglomerate higher self energy, I am being directed to the healing and what to do, and I'm given the threads, I'm given the patterns by Suzanne's higher self. They are part of her. They know what is holding her back, what might be holding her stuck, what is keeping her uh, in an imbalanced state, whatever it is. This, they are her higher self. So they... It was your higher self this morning that gave me the symbol, and the symbol I'm seeing is you standing as this absolutely beautiful person. You're just absolutely beautiful, standing tall and slender, and around you are, and you're full of light. You're full of light. Every part of you is full of light. This is who you truly are, and around you, I am seeing layers, just layers projecting out, layer after layer after layer. And so if you were, so what's happened is that these layers have created and have manifested the the overweight pattern. What we're going to do today is we're going to start to tackle what these layers are. And I don't know what they are. I don't know where I'm going to go on it, but I'm, that's what we're going to do. And normally, which is interesting, I tackle layers like this because this isn't the first time I've seen layers. We all have layers. Normally, I tackle them from the outside in, but the higher self, your higher self, want me to tackle it from the inside moving out. So that's what we're going to do, Suzanne. We're going to start from the inside moving out. All the listeners... Picture your own layers. You don't even have to use the pattern of overweight if you don't feel that is an issue for you. You've been overweight in one of your many tens or hundreds of thousands of lives. Trust me on this one. So all of us carry that pattern even if we don't manifest it in this life. So you can follow along and do the overweight, but understand that whatever's behind it, whether and I often use the example of shame, we, we would carry, if we carry shame and it's related to the overweight pattern, it's practically a guarantee that shame is also operational in other areas of our lives. We may not realize it. We may not 
see it that way. We may not be conscious of it. But these patterns that manifest, that these, the underlying causes of what we're manifesting, that we're unhappy with, they affect us in many different patterns, many different issues, many different manifestations. So if you just work on releasing everybody, work on releasing the whatever I'm calling out for Suzanne, heaven forbid you don't have one of those, no problem. It just won't be released and neutralized. So but I so I encourage everyone to, to do the releases and follow along. Okay, back to you, Suzanne. Again, sorry for the little educational thing there, but I had to in case. I don't wanna I wanna bring along the new listeners as best I can. Okay, so what I'm gonna have you do is I'm gonna begin to have you I'm gonna have you activate the divine love you carry, and there's more divine love coming in. Divine forgiveness that you carry, and there's more divine forgiveness coming in from the originating source. Divine understanding and divine perception. And I want that, you want you to sort of sense or feel this powerful energy running through you, and I would like you to just pulse it out to first that inner layer. Pulse it out. Pulse it and 360 degrees around you to get to that inner layer. And I, that inner layer, the first inner layer, because there's many, many layers here. This one, it's almost like looking at a tree and you slice it across and you can see the different rings around the tree. And some are thin, some are thicker. This one is relatively thin. And so let's pulse the light out. I'm asking you to pulse it out. And I'm just now going to focus on this inner ring and see what this is. Okay. This is a very, very, actually, interestingly enough, a very, very early life that I can see. Um, it actually, it seems tribally oriented uh, or traditionally oriented where maybe you're in a village. I don't think, and I would tend to doubt it was on this planet, but you can think of it similar to the, the, the Native Americans or Aboriginal, perhaps, but I feel like it's in a beautiful uh, setting. There is a, it's it's pretty, it's warm, it's it feels like like maybe a New England kind of weather or a nor a mid or northern California kind of weather. Just very nice, um, maybe. I'm not too sure, maybe Iowa, I'm not too sure, but it is very nice, and you are a woman in this case also, and you, I see you sort of going about your life, and I'm having a really hard time here seeing any problem. However, okay, now the problem is coming in. What is, let me just spend a moment here, the problem with the radio can't really be quiet because you need to fill all the airtime. Okay, there, I think there's some sort of, 
what I'm seeing is a symbol of something really big, much, much bigger than you. And I'm wanting to think it's an animal, but it's so much bigger. I, and that's why I'm thinking it's on a different planet. There's some gigantic animal that is coming at you, and you are completely helpless. You are powerless. There was no uh, warning because it feels early morning. It feels early morning. There aren't other people around. I just see you out for some reason. Maybe you're going down to a lake or a river to get water or, or something along those lines. And there's this suddenly this big animal looming over you, and you're absolutely helpless. There's nothing you can do. And the animal does attack you and kills you. Okay, now what I'm getting from that is just simply that the fear of the unexpected the, and the feeling of powerlessness and hopelessness, that you don't know where, where the next shoe is going to drop. You don't know what's going to be around the corner. You got up out of bed or out of whatever you were sleeping on, your sleeping mat, and moved out to, to maybe go get some water. It's early in the morning. Nobody else or nobody that I can see anyway is around. And suddenly, you know, you've done that every day for many years in a row, and suddenly there's this gigantic animal. Now, it seems to be a cross, interestingly enough, between a bear. It feels bear-like to me but it feels much bigger than even like a grizzly bear. But it is very, very big. And it just it was the shock. And then, of course, the whole death happened so quickly that there's shock here. I want you to release the shock, the absolute trauma of the shock. Okay. And you're doing a good job. You're pulsing the light in, and already that, that layer is beginning to, to dissipate and to get smaller and smaller. The, this life is so old that it didn't have, it's not this huge issue in this life where you're ready to go out your door and you're afraid a car is going to run you over. It's not that direct. But what it did was it, it laid down from this very early life kind of a floor upon which you had set you had set into place shock, trauma, fear of the unexpected, helplessness, and hopelessness. Now, it was just one life, and even though it was very traumatic for you, and there was also there a sense of frustration, because you weren't done. You weren't done with life. You, you know, you were enjoying your life. It was, it was a good life. So this was Oh, and I see your screams going out, and but it's just too late. People come running out to help you, and but it was too late. It just was way too late. And in fact, I see the bear dragging you off. And it, I know this sounds horrific, but I want you to just continue to release and actually you've done a really good job now now you've let go of you've neutralized this very first life the shock of it the all that the trauma the helplessness the hopelessness the fear but what what had happened is it kind of built a a loose foundation 
Okay, and so now we're coming, because on that foundation, you've set some fear in there, some reaction, some feelings of helplessness and hopelessness. And then what happens if we have another life or another situation or a series of lives, we build on that. We add to the fears. We add to the feelings of helplessness, hopelessness, the fear of the unexpected, whatever it is. So that's how it works. So this, what we did is we neutralized this sort of light webbing almost. It built kind of a light uh, foundation, very... It, it might not seem like it would be weak, but it was on the weak side. It takes a lot of lives to build some of the intense patterns that we manifest now. So, okay, now what I'd like to do, because you did a great job, you released that first layer. Now, the next layer is much thicker. This is a, and I want you to just begin to pulse the light into the next layer. This is a series of lives. It's not just one life. And as a matter of fact, it isn't just the next few lives. It's more like, so it's not time sensitive in the sense like tree rings are. It's one after another after another. This is the next, this is a pattern now that, that has been manifested or been part of the you, many lives over a long time, okay? So this is a, the first really substantial thing I'm looking at now. So let me just spend a minute. So I want you to just, while I'm doing spending a moment here, I want you to please pulse your light into this next layer because this is the layer of not feeling good about yourself. This is lack of self-love, lack of self-esteem, lack of self-value, um, beliefs, beliefs that you are a loser, beliefs that you are um, not worthy, beliefs that you are competent, beliefs that you aren't, everything along those lines. And these are beliefs we all carry. These are very basic beliefs. And you have a big layer here because like with all of us, you've had many, many lives where you didn't feel good about yourself. As a result, there's a tremendous amount of self-blame, and I want you to start not only releasing all those beliefs, but also the self-blame. Now, I want to call in divine love, divine worth, divine power, divine insight, and divine healing about, around these. I want you to release all of those patterns where you don't love yourself, where you don't feel good about yourself, where, you know, oh, I'm just seeing just elements. I'm seeing like flashes of different lives where people turn on you. There's some betrayal here. There's some attack. You've been attacked. There's... I see you in stocks, you know, where those things where you put your head and your hands through and, you know, there's a wooden stock and then you just sit there all day and people make fun of you and throw um, <clears throat> tomatoes and <clears throat> lettuce or whatever vegetables at you. There's um, just many instances over um, many lives that where you have been, um, been ridiculed, you've been the scapegoat, you've been... Um, pointed out as the the one that did wrong in some way, you know, you like 
you've been the Cinderella, you've been a lot of these kind of things that so many people, now there was a part of you that knew for a while you were able to hold on to the self-value and the self-worth that you carried. But over the time, the patterns with all these people coming at you and blaming and criticizing and judging and hurting you in both emotionally and physically, these added up and you started to take these in and you started to develop self-identities around this, that you aren't good enough, you aren't deserving, you aren't capable enough, you aren't, you aren't enough, period. And so you... You carry, and I want you to release all these beliefs, and I want you to pulse your light in and have your light find in that layer as many of those beliefs, as many of those self-identities as possible. And you're doing a good job. I'm seeing the light permeating this layer. It's a big layer, and I'm not for sure that we can get the totality of this layer um, today, but you are making really good progress on it. And I'm going to call on divine deservability, divine knowing, and divine connection, knowing and connecting to who you really are. Oh, and now all the pain is coming up. This is another layer. So we're working on two layers simultaneously. There is another layer, the layer of pain. There is emotional pain and physical pain. There is so much grief, so much sorrow. There is this question that comes right out. Is this all there is to life? Is this all there is? Now, I, because you're relatively new, you may not realize, Suzanne, that I'm not here to pick up all the positive, wonderful lives you've had because you're coming to me for healing and it is the more negative situations and conditions that we've all had in prior lifetimes that are causing the issue for you today. So I don't call up, I don't tune in very often to a more positive, wonderful lives um, because of that reason, but it doesn't mean you don't have them. And so I don't want you to feel picked on or in any way like you're a mess and nobody else is like this. If you listen to my other healings, which you have, I'm, I'm 90 to 95 to 99% harping on the negative ones because these are the ones we want to neutralize. The belief systems, the misunderstandings, and the self-identities that come from these other lives. And so to get back to it, now I'm feeling all this, this grief, this, this agony. And actually, since I was just chatting away, you've released a lot. You're doing a good job. There is a lot of emotional pain here. As a matter of fact, there's a deep well of pain because there's grief. Not only is it if the question of, is this all there is? And that's a hopelessness part of it. That's the, the part that questions how can how can life be so difficult there's a questioning here even of whether or not there is any divine out there whether you would call it god or whether you would call it you know the ultimate source or originating source or whatever you might call it in whatever life there is a part of you that questions can there be more out there because 
these li- this life or these lives, because it's more than one life where you question this, um, they're, so, they're so horrible. How can there be this, some energy field out there that is loving and giving and caring? And the, there's even been periods where you've been, you've moved to either agnosticism type things where you doubt there's something else or atheistic type things uh, where you are sure there can't be anything else. And you, I want you to um, release all the discouragement and the despair and all the questioning and all the lack of understanding around this. And it's because we've been in times that have been so much lower in understanding. There was no alternative. You know, often the understanding was, well, if something bad happens in your life, God is punishing you. And so you begin to take on the belief that, okay, then I must be a bad person. I must have done wrong. I must be a sinner or whatever the the language of the time of that culture that society would bring you so there was this there was just this a lot of this questioning because there was not the higher understanding that actually we're all pure and perfect and it's our viewpoint that makes us feel flawed that makes us feel bad that it's our viewpoint and we've taken on that viewpoint over eons and eons of time I don't know what this questioning would have created for you in this life. I know for me, I did go through a period many, many years ago of being an atheist. Then I went back. I was very spiritual growing up. Then I became an atheist. Then I became agnostic. And now I fully embrace and understand now, uh, with the help of the higher self information, how the originating source works and, and what it means and, and how the divine energies work. So... But I went through that period, too, because I had similar lives where it was like, this, there can't be anything better. There can't be anything higher. There can't be anything like a God, because no God that I know of or would have faith in would be so mean to make this life so bad. So there was no understanding, and there was no understanding that actually we're the directing identities for our own lives. The, we're in a free will kingdom, and the divine cannot trespass. That's why we amalgamate, so that we bring those divine energies in, we invite them in, we, we give them permission to do the healing. Okay, so as I'm talking, I'm seeing you releasing a, a lot of this questioning, a lot of this confusion, because at the heart of it, you're one of, you're, you're someone who, really strongly feels that connection at that pure soul essence level. You're very, very spiritual. You're very, very, uh, you're very connected to that, that inner beauty and purity of who you are. And so you've been confused a lot in so many lifetimes because it sets up a conflict for you. There's a part of you that says, wait a minute, I'm better than that. How can the, it just can't be, there's no God that would do this thing. There's no God that would paint me so bad. There's no divine energy that would make my life so miserable. 
So you have two sides here. You have this conflict. There's a part of you that just really believes or really feels connected to that pure soul essence and this other part of you that has taken in a lot of the spiritual teachings throughout many lives, but they don't mesh. And this this confusion has just led you down this road of despair. There's real despair here. And so I want you to release that despair and it's just pouring out of your heart center. It's just the and it's another layer. <laughs> it, we've come out of I think the fourth or fifth layer, even though I'm not spe- specifying the layers. And as you're doing the pumping, the layers are lightning. They are um, the first layer disappeared. The second, third, and fourth are lightening up. They're becoming less thick, less heavy, less burdensome. I want to call in divine circulation. I want to call in divine breath. I want to call in divine uh, health. I want to call in divine connection to the physical body divine joy and divine love of the physical body. We want to love ourselves as much as possible where we are. Now, the it's hard sometimes. So this isn't a should, but this divine love is going to help us get there. It's not a reason if tomorrow you're like really upset because you don't like the, you know, you look at yourself in the mirror and you don't like the way you look. It's not about feeling, oh, I'm supposed to love my body, but I'm really not happy. That's not what I mean, and I want to make that clear. It's really hard for all of us, whether we have a a physical issue or any other kind of issue, to just immediately say, okay, I'm now going to love that issue about me. The reason why I'm bringing in the divine love and the divine joy and the divine appreciation of the physical body is that that energy is going to help you move to that place where you love the body. It's not an order. And if you don't do it tomorrow, you failed. There is no failure here. There is no, I'm not trying to set you or anybody else up with the idea of falling short. And it's, It's just, I just can't emphasize enough that that's why we use the empowering energies because we neutralize the beliefs and the hurts and the wounds and the misunderstandings more and more and more to release more and more of those layers, to neutralize more and more of those layers and take them out of that energetic field and render them harmless. But we also empower, and these divine energies facilitate, accelerate, and enhance the healing. It's not only enhancing the healing in the moment, but we're calling it in and it's permeating your etheric bodies and your physical body, and it's healing in that way too. It's a double-sided healing and it helps prepare you to do some more releases, some more neutralizing. Okay, so I've been at this for a while, but I want to just make sure I leave this in a state of process that is, okay, let me check back in your energetic field. All right. The second layer is much less dense. It has gone from a black color to a gray or and even a light gray. And um, what's interesting is that the 
what I'm seeing now is the second, third, and fourth layer, although seemingly being different issues, in fact, they're now sort of becoming one. And so now there's, there's this section around you that is light gray, and there, it, to me, it's symbolizing that you are working on all of these layers simultaneously. And I'm still seeing your light pulse in there. I want to, again, call in divine love because this is so important. Divine love is the highest healing energy that we can utilize in the human kingdom. And, the, well, the aspect of divine love is the higher heart consciousness. It's the highest healing energy. So when I call in divine love, it is bringing in for you and anyone else that high level of love energy, that higher heart consciousness energy that is so powerful. And I want you to feel it permeating the totality of your beingness. It's moved into this extended combination layer. It is permeating it with streams or um, um, beams of beautiful, beautiful, loving energy. The outermost layers, um, I don't, we haven't really addressed. They, however, this divine love energy is moving into any little nook and cranny, any little teeny weeny beeny space that it can. And by moving in there, it is going to begin to help um, prepare those next layers for maybe the next time that we work. Um, I want to specifically ask you, because I don't want to leave any stone unturned, I want you to release fear. Fear is another layer, but I want you to release, to, just to begin, the. I just want to get you started on it. I want the higher self to begin to help you release fear, the fear of the unexpected, the fear of chaos, the fear of change, the fear you can't do it, the fear of failure the fear of success even, the fear that you're stuck forever, the fear of whatever. I want you to start to release it, and I see it coming out of the heart, stomach area, um, slowly. It's not a huge gush, but it is beginning to release, and we can tackle that other layer uh, I have mentioned to Suzanne. I'll just tell the listeners that I can tackle another layer perhaps in the next show or the one after. I, I don't want to come too prepared next next time because I want any live callers to be able to call in. So, But this time I had two emails for those of you who might have joined after I explained that. I have two email requests, so I have devoted this show to that and I may or may not have any room for a live caller. So I want you to just keep releasing. And, and Suzanne, when you are able to get this this weekend and download and listen to it, you can listen to it several times. And you can pause it anytime you want and call out whatever else you want. You don't have to utilize strictly this layer thing or strictly the patterns that I'm specifically saying. If something else comes to your mind, you know, we didn't even touch the financial. We didn't touch any of that. But we've touched issues that would affect that, the, the lack of self-worth and all of those things, do play out in the job and the workplace. We haven't dis- 
we haven't touched the creativity issues. There's a lot of issues here we haven't touched. Um, so you can pause it any time you want and let go of whatever you might feel at that moment or whatever comes up to you. And then you can just unpause it and continue if you like. It's, it's You're the directing identity. All the left listeners are. You all can add and enhance your own healing by directing it in addition to whatever I say, directing it yourself. Uh, the higher selves, your higher selves have put you in a cocoon-like thing with a, um, like a, a cocoon of energy around you because you released a lot. You really did a lot. Some of these things were so old, I don't know for sure how much was conscious, you were conscious and aware of. And the, however, you did release a lot. You were carrying it at some very deep level. And they, they are part of the uh, overeating pattern, and there is more here. These kind of patterns are, all the patterns involve very complex soul scrambles, and that's what's involved here. There's just a lot of complexity that is manifesting in this way, and I'm already getting other patterns, okay? Yikes. There's relationship issues here. Oh, my gosh. There's a lot of stuff that are related to the overeating. And we've only started, but it is a good start. And you're being put in a cocoon. I'm placing you in the healing circle, which is an energy field that the higher self man 24-7. And they're going to continue to oversee and help you process some of these energies because we can't do it all in 20, 25 minutes or whatever it's been. So... In any case, Suzanne, that's it. And I hope the listeners were able to um, do some work on themselves. Um, I want to call in divine understanding for everyone and divine insight and divine vision. Um, I have to say, Suzanne, I'm seeing that inner, slender, beautiful, lighted part of you has is is more substantial now, and I don't mean substantial, heavier, but taller, fuller, and the layers around you have diminished in size. There is a diminishing effect from the work you did. So I do still see layers around, um, but it's, it's as if there's, it, they're just not, it's not as, as big, um, not as much, not as many, not as, substantial, I guess, is the better word for it. So I'm really feeling good about it. It's like instead of going up, anyway, you get what I mean. So that's it. And I thank you, Suzanne, for reaching out for me. And please let me know uh, if you have any further questions and how you how this um, felt to you when you uh, listened to it over the weekend. And meanwhile... I will just give myself a few moments to disconnect. I'm a little bit spacier, guys. I'm sorry. Um, I just need a few moments here to, to uh, move out of this spaciness. Um, and maybe what I'll do is just talk about the second healing for today. And I, I'd like to give anybody... Uh, moment to 
if they wish to use the bathroom or grab a bite to eat. Or, wait a minute, about to sneeze. Sorry. Um, it's funny, I got like this gigantic Gesundheit bless you feeling back from all the listeners. Thank you very much. <laughs> anyway, the second healing that Alexandra requested was she said that she started at last week, she started to feel, to get these blue-like symptoms. And she, it became very painful because it was in her gums. There was issues, pain in the gums, in the mouth, the tongue, and it was swollen and painful to talk and to eat. Sometimes she'd have a fever. Sometimes she felt weak. She's been four days on painkillers and it's barely helping. She's um, missing her third day of work when she sent me this email. So she wanted me to help her understand and to, if I had time to um, help, help her, you know, figure out what to do with it. And of course, what do I do? I go into the, I, I'm going to do a healing on it because it's very, um, it sounds terrible. I've never had anything like that. I've certainly heard of mouth issues, but this one was unique for me. I have never heard of such a, such a thing. And I, um, I think that that's best. I do want to, again, well, I don't think, I was going to give the phone number. I know, I'm going to, before I go into that with Alexandra, I do want to mention to everybody that I have a Facebook page called Neutralizing the Negative. It is separate from my personal Facebook page. It is one related to this work. Now, I just recently set it up because I have a very extensive website and I at JanetRichmond.com. And so I guess I never really felt the need to set up the Facebook page. But Facebook is such a powerful thing in our universe right now. And a lot of people do spend a lot of time on Facebook. So I thought, you know, I should have a professional Facebook page for those people who are on Facebook regularly so that there's another avenue to learn about my radio shows, about my meetup groups, about my, you know, whatever. Um, it's, it's not as at all as cohesive or not cohesive as it doesn't offer near the amount that my, my website offers. It is more limited. But if you're on Facebook, I really encourage you to check it out. There are links to various things. Again, it's called Neutralizing the Negative. Big surprise, right? <laughs> um, just Neutralizing the Negative. And so I invite you to take a look at it. Please join, or I, I forget exactly. I don't know if it's a friend thing. I'm not very knowledgeable myself about it. My assistant, Kathy, set it up for me, and it's, it's, it's a good page. I've certainly looked at it, but I'm not sure if it's a friend thing or you just join or you just like or you just something. But anyway, just take a look at it. There's no pressure. If you're one of those people that just loves being on Facebook and you spend time, you know, maybe that's something you could check out. Anyway, 
back to Alexandra, and I'm sorry to have switched over so quickly, but it popped into my mind, and I I didn't want to forget to say it. I've been meaning to say it in my radio show for a couple of weeks, and I just, you know, never got to it. Anyway, so, Alexandra, I really am excited to work on you uh, again. And if you didn't hear in the beginning of the show, you probably would have heard, although I I did tell you I would be doing it in the second hour. You might skip the first hour. But I did get the, the feedback from your PTSD. And so now I will I would like to begin to work on your mouth situation and just know that my heart goes out to you and as I'm sure it does from all the listeners. Okay. We've all had teeth problems, we've all had cavities, we've all had well, I don't know all, but many of us have had crowns or uh, root canals or some sort of mouth issues and, you know, TMJ or grinding of the teeth. So I think this mouth-oriented thing is going to help all listeners, too. And even if you've never had it, it as I said, the building blocks for this pattern for Alexandra we all carry at some level, to some degree. Their, her building blocks come together and manifest this particular pattern. Our building blocks might come together because they're different intensity, different in, in uh, exact um, beliefs involved or exact emotional issues involved. Everything would be, there'd be a lot of variety, but ours would manifest somewhere else. So it's important to release anything and everything. And I just want you to know that that is one of the benefits of having a buddy. And uh, Alexandra, I am so sorry. I just reminded myself that I haven't uh, connected you with the woman who wants to be your buddy. So I will do that. That's something I will do when I get off the radio show. Anyway, when you work with a buddy... It's so great because you get to release things that you might not think of for you, but we're carrying it anyway. So when you work with a buddy, both of you can be releasing issues, the same issues. And so, again, I encourage the buddy work. Okay. Now, Alexandra, I want you to make yourself comfortable. And the same goes for all the other listeners. And take a few deep breaths. Quiet the mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. We were just amalgamated, so but um, I'm feeling it's coming back in really, really fast. We're uh, focusing on the pure soul essence. It is moving in through and around the totality of our beingness. We are amalgamated with the totality of the conglomerate higher selves, both you, Alexandra, and all the other listeners, whether they're current or future archive listeners, we are held within the forever now moment and we're one with the originating source of all there is. Now, immediately I'm seeing the absolute burning up. The, the, it, 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 I'm seeing the picture of the head and there's like a see-through skin and the, the jaw, the teeth, all that stuff in there is just 
fiery red, just absolutely fiery red. I want to call in divine anti-inflammatory. I want to call in divine analgesic or anesthesia or divine ana- whatever it is that kills painkiller, divine all of that energy, and I want you to just open your mouth, literally physically. I'm seeing you open your mouth, and I want that pain, that um, that just that fiery pain, fiery, fiery pain. And it is, it's flying out of your mouth. It's black and red mixed. It's just awful. And it's, it's um, it has to do with, I would say what's coming up for me is this intense rage, this intense anger, this intense frustration. And but the need or the requirement or the restriction that you can't speak it out, that you can't express yourself. It's all the 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 restrictions on expression. So not only is are you I want you to release the restrictions on expression, but I want you to release the frustration, anger, and rage about having that, those restrictions. So it's not just rage and anger. It's also rage and anger about being restricted about your expression. And I want you to just, and I'm calling in divine, divine mandible, divine teeth, divine gums, divine tongue, I'm calling in divine face. I'm, I'm, I'm utilizing those oops, specific energies simply to bring in the healthy gums, the healthy teeth, the healthy everything, so that as you're releasing this um, this stuff, yeah, it, it it's as if okay, wait a minute. I see you with literally. In lifetimes, and I'm getting the flip book, which is um, the higher self's way of showing me that it's more than one life. So the details can change in the different lives, but what I'm seeing is like, like a duct tape across your mouth or a something across the mouth, literally things stuffed down the throat, um, your tongue cut out, you've had your whole lower part of your face destroyed or so badly wounded that you literally couldn't physically talk there's so there's been all of these actual physical experiences where you haven't literally been able to talk it wasn't somebody just not necessarily a situation where the society said oh you you know you can't talk about that or that's not accept, acceptable or that you'd be a heretic or you you'd be um, shunned if you did speak about those things it's more than that you've had actual physical energy and injuries to the face or physically been restricted from talking and I want you to release all the trauma all the despair there's a lot of despair that comes up here the um, ooh, there's a lot of stuff here because when you had actual physical injuries to the face 
it was very, very difficult. And a lot of the loved ones around you had to take on tremendous care to even get you fed. It wasn't like today where they had IVs and, you know, they could put tubes in your stomach or whatever. There was real difficulties to um, just even to keep you alive through food, through water. You can imagine with various levels and various degrees of facial um, difficulty, uh, facial deformities or facial um, injuries that... It could be a problem in some of the more, you know, uh, more basic or traditional societies that we've all been in. So um, uh, there's hunger here. I want you to release hunger and suffering. You're despairing too because you feel the burden that other that you put on other people. You feel the burden, and you actually had times where you wish you could die. There's a there's a there's a desperation here. Um, let me die, you know, don't do this to me, the horror, you blame yourself, there's a lot of shame here, there's a lot of frustration, and, and more rage and more anger at the perpetrator or the situation or condition that brought you to this point. Um, so there's a very complex amount of feelings here. There's stuff coming up also from the heart area, the sadness, the sorrow, the upset, the the, oh my gosh, the feeling like you're burdening others and um, the others are doing it because they love you. You know, they're doing it from their heart. But as you see that more and more stress enter their lives and more and more difficulties, more and more time spent taking care of you, you literally wish to die. You literally wanted to get out of the misery, to not be a burden anymore. And so I want you to release all that desire to die, all the desire, all the despair, all the blaming yourself because of what seems to be happening with the others as a result of your injuries. Um, and again, more and more, this, this aggravated the, the rage and the frustration and the anger at the perpetrators, whatever, or perpetrator, or whatever the situation was. I see actually there was a more than one natural disaster. I see you caught under rubble, and you had part of your face crushed you uh, by stones. It's not always been a person. It's not always been warfare. It's not always been political or anything like that. There have been multiple, multiple types of things. And so I want everybody, and you too, to to release the trauma, to release the despair, to release the anger and the rage. It's, 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 it, it reminds me, but much more substantial, of the, the road rage that we all know about when someone cuts in front of us or, and, and almost, we almost get killed. Um, it's sort of an instantaneous rage. And this rage is, um, would it, it, it could be activated in certain situations. So because it's similar to that, it's just that because it's sort of out of left field or it's unexpected or it's, oh, this reminds me of Alexandra's session, but it's, it's something that you felt you you didn't really have control of. And so not only were you injured, not only were you hurt, not only were you prevented from expressing, but you put the, the burden on someone else. And, you know, it's all about this 
absolute devastation and despair about this whole, from this whole pattern. And some of it, too, is you can't speak out not simply because of the 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 injuries or the wounds or the being taped across the mouth um, in some way. It also taps into the difficulty of expressing for other reasons, the the societies and cultures that restrict what we say because we would either be a heretic or we would be uh, politically unacceptable or we would be um, considered a witch or uh, some sort of demon if we spoke about healing or something. I, I'm, I'm making it up, but there's many, many societies we've been in that you ha- we all had to be very careful what we say. You in particular, I'm seeing there have been very repressive societies for women that you have been in. Um, and I want you and all the listeners, because we've all been in there, even the men, we've all been both sexes and many lives. So I want you to release all the experiences from these repressive societies, all the restrictions that we held. Um, we, it literally, they saved us. In other words, when we decided to follow those restrictions, we kept ourselves safer. We kept ourselves and our families fed. We kept roofs over our heads. We kept ourselves from being imprisoned or shunned or exiled or whatever. So there's been a lot of those instances, and I see it a lot with the women, and there's also a lot of frustration coming up around you for some of those lifetimes where you were really restricted as a woman. Now, um, I'm just perusing this pattern and trying to see any male side of it because I, I don't want to give the impression that it's only women that are restricted because men are restricted too in various societies and situations and conditions and I just want to see if that's, a, if that's coming up for you and right now I'm not seeing it but it doesn't mean that it doesn't happen so there's no uh, I'm not trying to <laughs> pick and choose here, but I'm just for you personally, there is um, issues of restriction in some female lifetimes where you had to um, do as and follow what the male authorities were, whether it was in a, a life pattern in a, in a society or whether it was a spiritual pattern or whatever some sort of hierarchical thing where you were fairly low on the totem pole as a woman and you got very had very little freedom. So there's a lot of restriction here too. I want you to release lack of freedom, restriction, lack of expression, um, being subordinate, being always being directed from the external authorities. I want you to release all of that. And there's a lot of heartache here, too. It comes with all of these kind of lives. I'm probably a broken record when it comes to the heartache and the heartbreak and the grief and the sorrow, but I want you to begin to release that because, oh, my gosh, that is part of it, too. And I see it coming out of the heart and the chest. It's almost as if it's it's also being choked off because you, you can't express that either. You not only can't express your ideas or express 
your thoughts or express your feelings in some of these situations, but you also can express your emotions. And so that too is being cut off. And it's as if it's, I want you to just open your mouth and, and, and start to let some of this sorrow, and I see it's coming out. It's coming out through your, out of your throat and out of the mouth. I'm calling in divine flush. I'm calling in divine love. I'm calling in divine um, expression and divine release. And I want you to just keep releasing this out into your light, allowing the light to neutralize it, allowing the light to absorb the neutralized energies. And I just want you to keep letting up this, this sadness, the sorrow, the despair, um, the restriction on expression. And you're doing a good job. I'm watching it. It's releasing. It's really yucky. It's just yucky stuff. Now, let me go back and check the teeth and the gums. I'm still seeing it, interestingly enough. A lot of the teeth and the gums have, are, have dulled in color. There, there's not a lot of red. But what I'm seeing is the red around the teeth on the gum. It's like, like, it's, like, you, might, um, like, you might, like the gums are irritated. They're inflamed right around the teeth which, you know, we want to avoid in general in life because that's where we build plaque and all that stuff and we can have gum disease where, you know, the gums recede and stuff. So there's still some of that irritation and that redness there. Um, and I want to ask that you send the light in, in there to neutralize and to uh, calm and heal, divine healing, as much of that gum issue as possible. It might be a, uh, an indicator that, which you probably already are, that you might go to a dentist and maybe just, you probably do it regularly, I don't know why I'm saying this, but to have a checkup and have a teeth cleaning and um, see what's going on. But I'm sure since you have this whole mouth problem, if you hadn't done it before, you already have. But in any case, I feel the light uh, definitely helping. Um, I get the sense that I'm, um, there, there are some mouthwashes that can be very soothing. I don't know. Oh, there's one that has some ans, um, antibiotics or anti-something in it. Some antibiotics. I think it's even a, a mouthwash, and you may be on it already. It's a mouthwash that you need to get by prescription. So that's coming up for me. I don't normally recommend anything specific, but I, that is coming up for me, and it might help with some of this redness of this inflammation that I'm seeing. Uh, I do see a tremendous shift in, your, in the image or the symbol that I'm getting about your mouth. So I'm just completely thrilled. I'm completely happy. I'm completely... I just hope that that um, it really does help, and and because we're dealing with teeth, um, well, anything in the body is running at a pretty low frequency because of the density of the body. But of course, the teeth are very dense, and so um, we'll have to just see how that plays out in your actual 
life pattern, but maybe you can give me a short email if you feel to, or um, we can talk about it another time, um, and you can let me know what, what the outcome is. But I do feel good. I feel I feel that it has really helped, that, that, that the healing has helped because you have released, you've been determined at the soul level to do the release. And so that's it for you, Alexandra. Um, and again, thank you for writing me to do another healing. I just really appreciate it always because it just is so helpful for all the listeners to hear the variety of possibilities, the amazing variety of things that we carry. And there's almost every time I do a healing, there's something new, a new angle or a new direction that a pattern comes in and or how it all combines. So I am just really appreciate, appreciate everything from everybody and um, just thank you, listeners. So that, I might as well, I did have something else to bring in today. Wait, let me just see if I have, I don't have any questions um, from callers. So I probably will wind down today. I was going to talk about the emotional component, but I don't think I'm going to do that today because I still feel a little bit like I'm in la-la land. <laughs> I'm not sure why, but the healings today affected me a little bit more intensely maybe than, than normal. So I'm, I just, feeling like I may not be as uh, articulate as I might be. when I And I want to be really articulate when I talk about the emotional component of our energetic field because it's very important and I know I can explain it well when I'm a little more, have my wits about me a little bit more. So I will leave that for another time. Again, you can email me always at Janet at JanetRichmond.com. You can give me feedback. You can ask for a healing. You can make comments. You can uh, do whatever you may feel to do. And you can also go onto my website, JanetRichmond.com. And there's a ton of, ton of things on there for everybody to help themselves. You you absolutely can do it all on your own. We are our own directing identity, and it's not hard. Now, when I do the amalgamation, it is extended. I do a lot of talking and teaching and explaining during the amalgamation process. But on the website, under, I think, free downloads, there's something called the amalgamation statement. I explain it a little bit, and then on the last part of it, I have like four sentences. That's all you need to do. And you don't even have to use those sentences, but there's the starting point. It gives you some words to use. Everybody is different. You can shift them around. The the important thing is the focus of attention. We want to focus on the amalgamation because it is the focus that turns on and gives permission and invites in the divine energies. That's the important thing is the focus of attention. So we don't do those four sentences like A, B, C, D, like rote. We say one sentence and we, we focus and feel for a few moments, not an hour each statement, but a few moments, I am my pure soul essence. And feel, sense, imagine what that is. The light, the sunlight, the flame of the candle, the purity, the perfection, 
whatever you whatever concept is in your mind is okay, but we want to activate that pure soul essence because otherwise it won't trespass into the free will. It won't help us. So we want to activate it. So you spend each sentence in there, we activate it by the focus of attention, spending a few moments just feeling it, sensing it, thinking it, experiencing it, whatever. And everybody does it different. There is no one right way, guys. But just take the time, utilize that focus of attention, invite in the divine energies, and then move into the healing. And you can do it for yourself. You can do it with a buddy. You can do it utilizing one of my radio shows. You can go along with me. You can pause, you know, do the, you know, pause whatever I'm saying and do it yourself. There's a lot of freedom here because each of us is our own directing identity. Okay, well, with that. I am going to end for the day, and I thank all the listeners, present and future, for listening in, and I'm excited already about next week, and I hope everybody has a good week and a good weekend between now and then, and I wish everyone the best. Thank you for listening to Janet Richmond and the Higher Self Voice. Visit Janet's website at JanetRichmond.com to view all of her upcoming events or to buy her book, Choices, Neutralizing Your Negative Thoughts and Emotional Blueprints.